Hello and welcome to When the Dust Settles. I was going to talk about rugs this episode, but with the recent heat, I thought that actually that would almost feel uncomfortable to talk about. I don't know how everyone's been doing with the heat, but I decamped out of London because I couldn't hack it. I'm terrible with the heat and I swear to God, next house we do, it's aircon throughout. As I was driving away from London and away from the heat, I was thinking about all the extensions, the kitchen extensions that we have been doing over the past few years that are so full of glass. And as a country that didn't used to historically get that much sun and that much heat, maybe we're going to start regretting our choices there a little bit. Um, No one wants to be living in a greenhouse. And I, for one, know that if you put too much glass in your extension, it's just not going to be pleasant to live with. It will look really nice when you take photos of it, providing the windows are clean and providing your garden looks nice to outside. But other than that, it can be really, really tricky to live with, obviously dependent on where your house is facing and how much sun you get. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because so many people I speak to when they're doing their extensions are like, I just want as much glass as possible. Basically want to live in a glass box. And I just, I, me, myself, and I know a lot of architects that I work with, really don't advise it. And I also am aware that a lot of people these days go to these online architects. Um, um, I'm trying to think of some of their names now, but they're escaping me is one of them they can be great if you're doing something quite simple but if you are going into a lot of glass work for example it is worth going with more of a local architect or an architectural firm rather than an online person because these guys they really are your bog standard I know if you want to save money they're a great option but maybe it's just something to flag up yourself if you're using people like this and say you know yes I want all this glass but can you have a look at it and make sure it's not going to be over the top if I think the other thing that a lot of glass leans itself to is just having this sort of wall across the back of glass and that presents quite a few I won't say problems but challenges when it comes to furnishing because the temptation obviously is to not have things up against the glass or in front of the glass or in the way because you want to open them all up and have this lovely indoors outdoors vibe but then that cuts your options on furniture placement down quite a bit and it also often ends up with you having a sort of huge rectangle to fill and lay out and often it's nicer to have some areas of interest some little alcoves or little nooks or slightly more interesting wall configurations rather than this big empty rectangle which can be a a little bit daunting if you're not sure what to do with it you've got to think about space planning a little bit and what you're going to put inside when alongside the period that you're doing your build because If there's going to be a lot of light, a lot of finishes and materials do respond to that as well. You've got to have things in that room. If it's going to be under a a window that's going to be getting a lot of sun, it's got to be able to take the heat and it's got to be able to take the light. Obviously, things like artwork, material and like a lot of natural finishes can fade 
if they've got light on them a lot and some just can't even hack the heat it'll really affect it so you need to be thinking about both at the same time and just factoring that in as you're choosing your materials because you want them to last and you want them to stay looking good you don't want them to get ruined or marked by the sun so you don't want one part of your flooring becoming a different color to the other for example you've then got to think about space planning within there and making sort of areas and almost rooms without walls just with your furniture to make it feel less cavernous so that's glass on the back but glass on the ceiling as well where when the sun is high in the summer it's definitely going to come through is that's going to stop you from having lighting in that area of the ceiling as well so you've got to think well what happens at night when the sun goes down you don't want a load of wires and lights really going across a skylight I know it's an option but that's going to cause problems when you're trying to open it which you definitely want to be able to do you want to be able to get some ventilation in and we'll talk about that in a minute but it's going to affect your lighting so if you have your skylight all across your bank of kitchen units for example on the side of your kitchen you're going to lose a lot of overhead light in that scenario you're just going to have wall lights and you want to then think about wall lights in that scenario as well because otherwise the majority of your light is going to be coming from behind you and that's going to be right pain when you're trying to cook and chop things up so similarly if you've got your dining table under a skylight you're not going to have that lovely like pendant dining table moment you'll be surprised how many people only realize this when they're moving their furniture in at the end and they suddenly realise that something they had in their head they just they just can't have now unless they put their dining table in a different or strange position that they hadn't intended. And then the other key bit of interior furniture that is affected by having an awful lot of glass is TVs. If you intend to have a TV seating area, TV on a wall in your living come kitchen come playroom come everything extension which these things often turn into you also want to make sure that you're not going to end up with that glare from the sun on the tv for half the day because that's not going to be comfortable watch which brings me to my next point is that if you are in this situation where you've got a load of glass and it is impacting how you're using that room or you just really really want the glass you love it and you feel like you can deal with it, or you will deal with it for the sake of beauty. Many of us do deal with many uncomfortable things for the sake of beauty. There are some options and some things to think about, like recess blinds are a great option. Recess sort of translucent translucent blinds that on a remote control that can come down, that you can put down on really sunny days, or if you do want to watch the TV to make things more comfortable. Um, the other options, of course, are sheer curtains, if you like that look. I know a lot of people sort of feel that that's a bit too soft for a kitchen. And what with, you know, all the food being prepared and food smells and whatever, people don't really like the idea of curtains in kitchens. But I have a feeling they might begin to make a bit of a comeback, most likely because of this sort of unique issue that we find ourselves facing. The other good thing about the curtains is the flies. Who has big like bifold doors and going out into the garden and in the summer the fly situation is just crazy they all come in they all die every night 
it's miserable. I get really upset when the bees come in and get stuck and they get in our skylight and I'm not tall enough to try and help them. Um, I hate that. And that's something that curtains or some sort of sheer voils would would really help with. In the summer, you can get that air in, but it also stops a lot of the sort of flies and things coming in. I mean, another option with that, we were actually talking about it on the Facebook group the other day. There are those fly curtains that are like beaded curtains that you could just put up temporarily in front of your doors if you've got that problem. I did that last summer and actually it really, really worked. I got some clear hooks from Amazon, you know, the stick-on ones, and I just hooked it up across the door when the door was open and it actually worked a treat. In fact, I'm thinking now, I'm wondering where I put it because it would be useful now. But anyway, the other thing you can look at away from blinds if you haven't had your glass put in yet is to get a solar con- Sorry, God, my, I can't talk today. Solar control glass. Solar control glass. You can get tinted options. You can get reflective options. You can get neutral options. Some of them are a little bit blue and some of them are, are a bit more clear. It really does depend on what aesthetic you want to go for. But what they do is they get rid of a large amount of the glare and they sort of protect from the heat a bit. And obviously, another obvious solution is getting aircon. If you've got a clear wall outside, you can get an integrated aircon system. And actually, as I was just saying, I am going to go all out, no radiators next next property. I mean, normally I'm all in for a traditional rad, but the cost of them, the weight of them, getting them sort of shifted from place to place. I mean, they look attractive, but they do take up a lot of space. They're a bit hard to work around and then just obviously normal rads in general I mean they've never won any prizes in any beauty contests have they so what I'm thinking about doing is putting a ducted aircon system in that can blow out hot air when I want it to and cold air when I want it to just double up to make life a bit more comfortable as I've got a feeling our summers are certainly going to get hotter and on that temperature note One of the key ways to keep the place cool if you're going to have a lot of glass and if it's going to heat up is ventilation. Ventilation is so important and it's another thing to flag up. Like I say, if you're going with one of these online architects that might not be quite as um, diligent as maybe some of their slightly more expensive counterparts, you've got to get some ventilation going through either somewhere where hot air can rise and leave the room so having roof lights that can open or having some way for the air to get through so that's not a door because also what people forget especially also in a kitchen where you're you are cooking and you know that there's a lot of heat also coming in from from cooking things there's lots of smells and stuff if all you have in that room is big double doors you're not going to want to open them in the winter it's going to be cold so You need a window somewhere and ideally you want the windows facing each other on the opposite side of a room or on the opposite side of a house. Like for example, when it's hot in my house, I open my windows in my sitting room that has a complete sort of through, it is the air's able to get through from the sitting room to the back of the house and I'll either open up the doors at the back or I've got a window on the side which I'll open up. So the the air's able to get straight through. And that's even in the winter when my husband starts cooking and almost sets the fire alarm off and we have to open all the windows. I can leave a window open but not have to open the double doors. 
So if you guys have husbands that love to cook but often also burn things, think about windows because you don't want to be there in the winter with bloody great doors open because that's just not going to help your heating bill either. Then you have like the opposite problem. A good architect's trick for cutting down a bit of the glare and a bit of the sun coming in if you have a lot of glass is to have the windows slightly recessed so they've got a bit of an overhang above them and that stops the full weight of the sun getting in and if you haven't built your extension yet you can ask your architect about this tell them you're concerned about it say look I really love this look of a load of glass really does it for me it's like my Pinterest porn version of the extension that I want to have but I'm really worried about things getting too hot maybe you don't want to put in aircon etc etc what can I do and I'm sure they'll come up with some solutions for you if your glass is already in and you're finding it all a bit too hot then what you can always do is think about building out to create that overhang either with a sort of pergola that can have plants growing up it and that will give you a nice bit of dappled shade coming into your room it's going to create lovely shadows on the floor as well so that's a really nice option you can do some big planting outside as well if you've got the space if you've got a big garden you can get some fairly mature trees that will also shade naturally outside and sort of diffuse the light but also you can get these things called shade sails it's a bit of a tongue twister have a google um they're quite hard to explain they're like sort of fabric large expanses of fabric that you can create shade with basically outside the back it sort of creates like porch sort of situation and you can get a lot of them and have them side by side on for example a wooden pergola I know a lot of people like these kind of slatted wooden perglas you can have them off the back of your house not just like at the back of your garden and you can also add these shade sails to them that you can even put up and take down just in the summer months to just really help with that sun coming through and when we're talking about outside that is actually something to bear in mind when you are having a lot of glass at the back of your house or anywhere on your house a lot of glass means your view may not be a wall but it will be that garden beyond so you do want to think about what you're doing with that space and how it's going to relate to inside. You are going to need to and want to keep it a bit more tidy and a bit more attractive because you're going to be seeing it all day, every day. So if you're someone that doesn't really go in for gardening, pick something low maintenance that can really look nice and tidy and great all year round. And then if you are someone that's into gardening, then really go all out because that is, you know, it's just a crazy big window. So that's what you're going to be looking at. So I would factor in a really good budget for your garden just as much as a good budget for your glass if that's where you're going because that's what you're going to be seeing the whole time. I think what I'm really saying is just think twice when you're thinking about putting a load of glass into your new extensions, both back, top, not really bottom, (laughs) back and top, sides and top, um could you cut it down a bit could you maybe focus on some smaller areas to have large windows in break it up a bit so you get a little bit more wall space back a little bit a little bit less sunlight coming in maybe you just focus on the most attractive area of your outside view and then have take some of that wall space back after i mean i really do think as we go on and as the weather changes here a bit which clearly it it is starting to I think 
we will start moving away slightly from so much glass. And and let's not forget, glass is expensive, um, especially, you know, the bifolds are pretty good now. They're pretty affordable now. But the sort of critical look that people want to go for is not the cheapest. It does add quite a lot to your budget. And it's not always, like I say, there are, there are drawbacks. Yes, it can look really beautiful, but you've got to think about living in your home as well. I mean, that's its main purpose and it's got to make you happy every day and it can't be a thorn in your side. And it also can't be something where you find yourself in a position where you can only use half of a room for half of a day or for, you know, what, three months of the year becomes really uncomfortable, especially as these rooms that tend to have all our glass tend to be the ones we spend most of our time in. You know, there are kitchens, there are living rooms, our family rooms, etc., etc. So... I think it's something that people often don't put much thought into. They just say, I want a load of glass because it looks beautiful. But the message is put a little bit of thought in, have a little chat with your architect and just think it all through first. The other message I have is that for anyone planning a renovation or full redecoration, we're shortly going to launch our renovation toolkit Now, it's going to be a really cool membership that is basically full of all the things that I feel one would want when you're doing a renovation or really big redecoration. So it's going to have a load of products that are going to really help with kind of decision fatigue that happens in these cases. So many things to buy and think about and plan. We're going to put together some of our favorites, our tried and trusted tried and tested items that's you know things like rads things like taps and certain finishes that we use a lot that we go back to time and time again to try and help bring some of those decisions down a little bit we've also got really great budget sheets and there'll also be one-on-ones included with myself and also access to other experts if you have queries with regards to your build or your architect's plans your planning all these sorts of things it's sort of going to act like your little sidekick buddy when you're doing a renovation that's done quite a few beforehand and can just give you a bit of help and support along the way, along with some discounts that we're going to get on products for you too. So it's going to launch quite soon. There's only going to be so many places at the beginning because it is like a beta that we're sort of testing out. So we're looking for feedback from all the people that go on the first round of it. And we'll be putting more information out on the Facebook group, which is Ain't Nobody Like a Homebody. And if you've not already joined, please do. There are loads of like-minded people on there, which is great. And everyone's chatting away about their projects, which is really cool. And we will be putting information out there as soon as it's launched. You'll also find the link there to sign up and register your interest too. It'll be a bit of a first come, first serve basis. So everyone that's registered will be contacting very soon to give them the opportunity to come on board. And as normal, anything else, any questions or anything you would like to speak to me about, you can find me on that Facebook group and you can also find me on Instagram at LFF studio so get in touch say hi i always love to hear from you and if there's something that you would love us to cover on this podcast then i'd love to know about that too so maybe i'll speak about rugs um next time (laughs) would you like to hear about rugs i feel that rugs can be like a bit of a tricky subject and i think people don't realize how important they are some designers refer to them as the 
fifth wall. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and little review. It all helps and we really appreciate any feedback too. So you can always get a hold of us on the ways that I've mentioned already and we'll see you soon.